Live from the SoCap Comedy Theater in beautiful downtown Toronto, it's End of Scotch Eggs Comedy Game Showdown. Please welcome your host, Dan Donnelly. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to Comedy Game Showdown. I will be your host, Dan Donnelly. And maledico vos spirito inferno. It's Halloween. Are you guys fans of Halloween? The month when we have to put up with everybody's dumb fucking spooky Twitter names. The month where we put the worst vegetable out onto the porch to rot for a month like it deserves. And the month that really only exists so we don't have to start Christmas until November 1st. So uh, we've got a great show in store for you tonight. The theme is Monster Mash. It will be all spooky and Halloween themed. And we're going to get that started for you in just a second. But first, a word from our sponsor, Moral Panics. Do you like worrying about your children to the extent that they will surely develop an anxiety disorder later in life whenever talking to strangers? You should try Moral Panics. Enjoy worrying about your children doing something that is statistically safer than when you drive them to karate practice. Moral Panics. Do you happen to believe, like the police do, that drugs are cheap and drug dealers like to give them away to small children and strangers just for the heck of it? Then you might enjoy Moral Panics. Please ask your doctor about the fentanyl in your children's candy. All right, guys, are you ready to start your show? All right, we are going to bring up your two teams now. First, introducing the Baba Dukes. Please welcome Sebastian Chow. Please welcome Dan Rosen. And please welcome Sean Walton. And up against the Baba Dukes, their mortal enemies, the Frankenberries. Please welcome Precious Chong. Please welcome Ryan Zeitz. Dr. Frankenberry himself. <laughs> and please welcome Gary Lampkin. All right, we're going to get started with a pop quiz. First question, the category is self-reflection. According to a popular superstition, what will you see if you stare into a mirror at midnight on Halloween? A dead-eyed ghoul, same as always. <laughs> yes, please ring in with your answer, or else I will give you zero points. <laughs> Ryan. After a night of drinking, vomit on my sweater, which may or may not be composed of mom's spaghetti. Oh, at least it's not spaghetti in your pockets, because that's a slipping hazard. That's definitely a meme no one has heard of. (laughs) Anyone else? Sebastian. Uh, Technically, you'll see the past, given that the speed of light is uh, one nanosecond per foot. So if the given distance away from the uh, the mirror is like 2.5 feet, it's going to be five nanoseconds. That is the shut the fuck up horn. Shut the fuck up, Sebastian. No one cares. Anybody else? <laughs> just just hey, that person's speakerphone. Bring the phone up. Let does me talk your, to her. Does your friend have an answer for us? She, oh, she's in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. You're live streaming this. International. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Welcome from North Carolina. She's got the lead. Any other answers? All right. Well, the, uh, <laughs> the correct answer is, of course, Bloody Mary, or in Canada, Bloody Caesar. But uh, no, actually, in fact, the Halloween myth 
is uh, your future spouse, which is uh, not as scary as a bloody Caesar because very few things are as scary as Clamato. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next question. The category is Fright Night. What is the clinical term for an intense, irrational fear of Halloween? Ryan. Being a pussy. <laughs> Precious. Sexy cat phobia. That is the same as being a pussy, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Gary. Uh, evangelical Christianity, maybe? Yes. Okay. That's I, why they I have... got stuck on that first word. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why they have holy ween, because they can't do etymology. Ryan already said being a pussy. Oh. oh. Very good. 25 points. <laughs> Uh, yes, whoever rang in. Uh, whatever it is you call it when you just don't want people to knock on your door and ask for free shit. <laughs> That's why you have those little, uh, those little placards that say uh, no trick-or-treaters. <laughs> or Mormons. Yeah. Mm. All right. The correct answer is Sowenophobia, after the name of the Celtic festival Sowen, which is the origin of Halloween. The time in between the years on the lunar calendar when, our, when uh, the spirit world most closely approaches our own and our blood sugar most closely approaches type 2 diabetes. <laughs> Moving on to the next question, the category is the right stuff. Who is known for repeatedly saying, the power of Christ compels you? Precious. Mel Gibson on a date. No. Precious. Kanye West on a date. Also no. Precious. Donald Trump on a date. I think he's proven that the compulsion does not come from Christ in that instance. We've all heard the tape. Sebastian. Uh, probably uh, it's somebody who should tell us what Christ is compelling us to do. Like what? It, what do what? Regurgitate pea soup. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my ex-girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Me after I have Taco Bell. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got that. Just gotta make sure. Uh, some pedophile in a dress? I think that's actually the same as Sean's girl, ex-girlfriend. There we go. Hey. Yeah. Is that why they broke up? Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, the correct answer are uh, fathers Marin and Damien in the movie The Exorcist Ooh. from 1974, I think it is. If you haven't seen it, it's gross. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is Game of Crones. In The Witches, a boy and his grandmother discover a plot by the Grand High Witch to turn all the children in England into mice. How can you tell a witch from an ordinary woman? Yes, Sebastian. She's covered in mice. <laughs> yes. She does your horoscope on the first date. I think that just proves she's terrible. Or gay, in which case that yeah. raises other questions. Right, uh, you just got to date her for about six months. You'll yeah. find out. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but uh, if you find out, can you let me know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, oh. She precious. doesn't make you drink her period blood. Oh, oh, no. I'm sorry, but I'm the only girl up here. Oh, no. <laughs> she flies on the broom instead of cleaning with it. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Thank you for cleaning up that mess. She wants to talk to you about her crystals. Yeah. This is the same person, isn't it? This is your astrology person. Also into crystals. Yeah. I see we've all gone out with the same woman. 
All right. So uh, in this movie uh, and the book that it's based on, witches are bald, and so they wear wigs to cover their baldness, which cause scalp rash. They have uh, claws instead of regular fingernails, so they have to wear gloves. They have square feet with no toes, so they have to wear sensible shoes, and they have purple tinges in their eyes, like Elizabeth Taylor, apparently. Sounds like my ex-wife. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Moving on to the next question. The category is folklore. When a weird or spooky myth spreads by word of mouth or traditional media, it's called an urban legend. But what would you call such a myth if it were spread on the internet? Precious. Yay's Twitter. (laughs) No Kanye fans. Or too many Kanye fans. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Hillary's deleted emails. So I think what we're determining here is that true is the answer. They're just true when they're spread on the internet. Your aunt on Facebook knows what's going on. Dan. Hunter Biden's laptop. I swear I'm not super conservative. (laughs) That one is real. We spent the whole last question saying really incelly things, and then it's just going down the like the right wing rabbit hole right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hoping that we'll be able to get this show into the YouTube recommendations mm, for like Jordan smart. Peterson fans, <laughs> and uh, build our fan base that way because they have a lot. Well, they don't really have any disposable income because they don't have jobs, but hopefully some of them will support us on Patreon, and we'll get that crazy money, and I'll be able to like be addicted to Xanax and have to go to Russia and get my brain purged and then return as a wasted shell of my former self. I think that would be, that would be fun for everybody, especially me. All right, thanks guys. Uh, so the correct answer is copy pasta. Copy pasta from copy and pasting, the spooky stories written for the internet. Yeah, copy pasta. Moving on to the next question, the category is serious injury. How do you kill a werewolf? Read it your poetry journal from high school. Yeah. <laughs> By ringing a bell. So Dan is eaten by the werewolf. <laughs> oh, no. Not if I read it in my poetry from my high school journal. Oh, that is mortifying, but I don't think in the right sense of the term. Sebastian. Uh, you hand it a gun with one bullet and then introduce it to the furry community. Yeah, because everybody really hates to find out that there are thousands of people in the world who want nothing more than to fuck them. <laughs> what a terrible fate. Dan, what a terrible Dan, fate. imagine... If a dog was in a human suit and said, let's bang. I don't have to imagine. (laughs) I've been on the internet. Oh, no. Gary. You ended a gun with one bullet and introduced it to Twilight fan fiction. Now there we we might be on to something. There we might be on to something. Yes, uh, Sean. Nair. Nair. That just makes it one of those, like, are there breeds of dogs like those scary naked cats that are just nothing but a single skin fold? There are. Are they, are they hypoallergenic or just sad? I think they Both? just have mange. They just have mange? Yeah. <laughs> Advanced mange. If we're just Gary. talking about killing its soul, you date my ex. Oh. oh we're back on the incel. We're back on the incel. <laughs> well, the incels wouldn't have exes, would they? They would just have... In their, in their minds. Yeah, girls they talked to on the bus one time. <laughs> Parkinson's disease. Oh. No Teen Wolf fans in the He's audience? He's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> Give it time. Give yeah, it time. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Teen Wolf. Oh. Michael J. Fox. Oh. We, yeah. We've landed the plane. It's a, it's a slow It's burn. your kids, Marty. They've turned into wolves. <laughs> okay, the correct answer is... Uh, oh, Gary. <laughs> uh, yeah, you fuck it to death. We already did the furry answer. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, The correct answer is you shoot it in the heart with a silver bullet. With a silver bullet. 
Next question, the category is Binding of Isaac, the Necronomicon, a terrifying grimoire written in blood and bound in human skin, was originally created by what author? Yes, L. L. Ron Hubbard. (laughs) Different scary cult. Different scary (laughs) cult. Less scary cult than the Scientologists. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Is that why Twitter's so mad at her? That's why. That's That's why? why? That's why. Yeah. We figured it out. All right, cool. Yes, Dan. Roald Dahl. Known anti-Semite Roald Dahl. Yes, well, he was, he was Norwegian, and we know which side they were on in the war. Uh, uh, yeah, the original title actually was James and the Giant Unholy Deity Beyond Your Immortal Comprehension That Will Inevitably Drive You to Madness. But they had to shorten it for the American market. Yes? Army Hammer. Army Hammer. I didn't also, know you could tweet like that. Also scary, but in a different way. But yeah, didn't he say he wanted to skin... Skin and eat. He wanted. Ri- he wanted to get a surgeon to take a rib out, and then he could grill it. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. He's like ten years away from a Ryan Murphy docu series about him, isn't he? <laughs> I think they already made one, actually. Oh, really? Sean's ex. Ah, uh, it starts with astrology. It goes through the crystals, and then all of a sudden, she's eating your ribs. But who can we blame, really, except McDonald's, because they keep refusing to bring the McRib back. Yeah, have to get it somewhere. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is uh, noted racist H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> noted racist H.P. Lovecraft. Do not look up the name of his cat. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for the first pop quiz. Thank you, everybody. We're going to move on to meet our contestants. Are you guys interested to meet your contestants tonight? Woo! All right. Meet me. So we are going to start with the Babadooks. Woo! 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 Sebastian Chow was stitched together from the corpses of Chinese and Russian world leaders, but he'll still tell you that the real monster is capitalism. (laughs) Sebastian, what are you dressing up as for Halloween? Because clearly it's not going on right now. (laughs) I'm, I'm dressing up as someone who's not taking any more of your shit, Dan. Oh. I did the best I can, okay? <laughs> Just because I didn't dress like a stripper tonight. That's true. Hey, man, I didn't... He's not dressed. They were. Uh. <laughs> that was in the instructions, but I guess only one person read them. <laughs> was it really? To dress like a stripper, absolutely. I dress... <laughs> oh. I dress like a priest. You guys dress like strippers. And then there's a scandal, and somebody pays millions of dollars, I think is how it works. <laughs> I would like the record to show that I'm dressed like a hooker, not yeah. a stripper. Thank yeah. you very much. 2022. Yeah. I thought you were dressed like a sweet transvestite from Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Sebastian. <laughs> I actually do like your very thick knit toque. It's super thick. It'll come through on the audio recording. That's how thick it is. Yeah, it's deadening the sound in the whole room. It's amazing. Uh, Moving on, Dan Rosen is Canada's top UFOlogist. He's been tracking the little green men that live among us since he was out of diapers, which was just last year. Dan, team-related question. How many babas could a Babadook duke if a Babadook could duke babas? Yes. <laughs> you don't have to ring in for these. I'm asking you directly. Uh, 37. 37. That is more than you said before. Have you had additional experience with Baba Dukes? I've done some more research since I first uh, submitted the question. Excellent. We still have the moral question, which is that if a Baba Duke can Duke Babas, should a Baba Duke Duke Babas? 
Probably not, but hey, it's Halloween. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, uh, Give it up for Dan Rosen. And last on the Babadooks, the scariest thing Sean Walton has ever worn is a Movember mustache. I guess we have that to look forward to. (laughs) Sean, do we think this will actually be where (laughs) Halloween ends? Uh, From what I heard, everybody's hoping so. Yeah. (laughs) Haven't they been hoping so for several editions at this point? Uh, Apparently this one has done it. It's... uh... All right. Excellent. Looking forward to not seeing that one uh, also. Uh, all right. Give it up for the Babadooks, everybody. The Babadooks. And we will move on to their mortal enemies, the Frankenberries. First up, Precious Chong is scarier than Tony Collette in Hereditary. Ah. Anybody seen that movie? All right. Scary Mom. Scary Mom. Precious, if Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein on a dare... What did she write when they played Never Have I Ever? <laughs> I don't remember what answer I gave <laughs> <laughs> Had sex? All right. Okay, what was it? Consu- died of a consumption? I don't think you, you sent me anything. Oh, I was, supposed to, I was supposed to make it up. Yeah, you were supposed to I didn't to finish my homework. Answer. No, okay. that's okay. There you go. If Thanks, you have guys. Any, if you come up with something later, we'll splice okay, it in. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, they were in the Swiss Alps, so uh, probably never have I ever had any fun. Oh. Uh, we don't like Switzerland on this show. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Ryan Zeitz is just a salty transvestite from <laughs> transsexual Transylvania. Not to be confused with the sweet castle-owning counterpart, Ryan lives at home with his mother and is known as Frankenfurry, <laughs> as is evident to all of us tonight. I'm getting the wrong angle right now. Uh, Ryan, that is a very elaborate Frankenfurter costume. What is your least favorite part of wearing it? Well, it's very revealing, so people feel compelled to slap my ass on the street. Wait, you said least favorite part, right? Sorry. Uh, Well, I know what we're going to be doing later. That's good. (laughs) Give it up for Ryan. And last among the Frankenberries, Gary Lamkin once wore an Elvis jumpsuit for Halloween and has never been the same. Gary, how tight was that jumpsuit? Precious, uh, she forgot to give you my answer, so I... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear uh, Moose knuckle, Dan. Moose, moose knuckle. knuckle. Yes. I have no idea what that means, but I assume it's very uncomfortable. I'll show you later. Okay. You can... You can see one on stage right now. Oh, I get it. It's cheetah print. It's not moose, it's cheetah. Is this why, is this why Teddy Roosevelt founded the Bull Moose Party? Like, is this just a celebration of... All right. Thank you. Are very obscure. Dan's joke references are as old as Halloween itself. That's true. That's true. All right. Thank you, guys. That is it for the Frankenberries. Please give them a hand. And we're going to move on to the next section of our game, which is called What the Hell is This? In What the Hell is This? We show our panelists a series of weird and wonderful images and ask them the eternal question, what the hell is this? All right, guys. Are you ready for your first weird and wonderful image? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? 
Sean. Deleted scene from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Sebastian. An Oliver Twist Thanksgiving. Oh. How did you get a photo of me babysitting my son last night? <laughs> so you really were out of diapers just yesterday. That's impressive. See what happens when you ban abortions? Oh. <laughs> the secret recipe for the Krabby Patty. I know it's a lobster, but still. <laughs> is that a lobster? I guess it is. Yeah. It could be a crawfish. Gordon Ramsay, year one. Uh, <laughs> something about abortions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was Anthony Bourdain. Oh, that's too soon. Sorry. No, well, it's been a, it's been a few years, but yes, we're all, we're all very sad. <laughs> Hot tub time machine? <laughs> Okay. Uh, this is what happens when you go to the orphanage where you pick your own out of the tank. Uh, but it's actually a surprisingly popular themed Halloween costume for siblings on the internet. There are a lot of pictures of this and just generally a lot of pictures of people with their babies in a giant pot, which is, I think, a little bit of wishful thinking, a little bit of subconscious expression of desire uh, going on here. Are most of those from Texas? <laughs> Stay off my Facebook wall, Dan. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, you, can, you can buy these costumes uh, yourself if you want to boil your children. Uh, it's cheaper than a babysitter. It is cheaper than a babysitter. And you get to eat after, so that's... Also cheaper than a pizza. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, not kosher. It's the only, it's the only drawback. <laughs> <laughs> the only drawback. All right, uh, we're going to move on. It's the only reason I'm mad at this point. <laughs> we're going to move on to the next image. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? The live-action Lion King. <laughs> Can anybody do the song? I can't do the song. Ah, uh, something else. That's significantly improved by you being dressed as Dr. Frankenfurter. <laughs> Like, that is the stage musical mashup I want to see. <laughs> is this the grown-up version of the previous image? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever pile of crap Kevin Costner's making next. Oh. Pretty sure this is a photo of Sean breaking up with his ass. <laughs> Looks like the spider I found in my apartment. Oh. This is the next Spider-Man. Ah. The Spider-Verse. <laughs> I can't think of anything for that. Into the, <laughs> into the very, very intense romantic look between them. Into the necro spider con. Ah, oh, there we go. It's a bumble date on mushrooms. <laughs> I thought that was required. Like, can you go on bumble dates not on mushrooms? Yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay, uh, this is a still from the movie Possum, uh, which came out in 2018 and had a limited release for some reason. Uh, I will read you the synopsis. After returning to his childhood home, a disgraced children's puppeteer... Oh, no. <laughs> what, that guy, disgraced? <laughs> ...is forced to confront his... <laughs> A disgraced children's puppeteer is forced to confront his wicked stepfather and the secrets that have tortured his entire life. <laughs> so, 
being a children's puppeteer wasn't enough of a disgrace. No. I mean, you've, you've heard what happened to Elmo, right? Like, it can get worse. All right. Thank you, guys. We're going to move on to the next image. Panelists, I ask you now, what the hell is this? My orgasm face. Oh. It does kind of look a little like you, doesn't it? <laughs> this is actually a bumble date. <laughs> Sean? Uh, before picture for LASIK? I don't think LASIK can correct bulge. I think it's just... <laughs> I think it's just for nearsightedness. Sorry, Ryan. You got, you're stuck with that bulge. <laughs> We're all stuck with that bulge for at least another 40 minutes. Precious. The barista when I order? You should think about simplifying, maybe a little bit. Yes. This is what a witch looks like. Oh. Yeah. Bringing it back, Sean's ex. Yes. <laughs> Dr takes a sip of beer every single fucking time. Sean's ex is getting more and more interesting. I kind of want to know more at this point. Hopefully we will learn more throughout the rest of the show because this is apparently the callback you guys have selected. <laughs> Somewhere, wherever she is, uh, Sean's ex is like feeling a chill down their spine because of all these jokes, and that's what their face looks oh, like right now. Oh, <laughs> right in the middle of her bumble day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On mushrooms! On mushrooms. That's actually, that's what happens when you hold your face like that in the wind. That's what my mom <laughs> told me growing up. It just stays like that. <laughs> That's Gary's face after eating too many tacos. <laughs> That's true. It's my ass. <laughs> it's the face I made when you showed that weird possum image of the <laughs> spider guy. That's what the inside of my cheetah print G-string looks oh, like. No. <laughs> Bulging and crooked. That's, that's probably true. All right, uh, thank you guys. Uh, so this is actually what it looks like when you use a Wi-Fi vibrating butt plug to cheat at an international chess tournament. <laughs> Anybody following the news? I guess oh, not. Yeah, that happened. That's real news. When I read that he offered to play his next match naked, I was like really excited until I looked him up, and then I wasn't as interested. This guy's got a theme. Uh, <laughs> um, I was just going to say, oddly, this is the most current reference Dan has made tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so this is actually still from Young Frankenstein. This is Igor from Young Frankenstein, uh, 1974. Uh, moving on to the next image. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? Ronald McDonald's worst nightmare. Uh, so it is, except he disappeared about 15 years ago, and no one has heard of him since. Oh, this is the cult I joined last year. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Uh, this is KFC's answer to the A&W Burger family, <laughs> but they're all the same guy. I can have a family, too. I just need a cloning machine. That's what diabetes looks like under a microscope. Yeah. <laughs> This is what happens when you don't fry the chicken and you bake it instead. Uh, I think this is what happens when you fry the chicken but then get baked. <laughs> this is a, a potluck at the Mace... At the, fuck. Uh, uh, try again, try again. No, at the oh, Legion no, Hall. Mulligan, Mulligan. It's old men. They're at the Legion Hall, okay? Oh, old men at the Legion Hall, okay. Oh. Yeah. This is, uh, they're rebranding as KKK. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> The potato wedges are starting to look a little like a like a conical, <laughs> hood, aren't they? 
Now chicken's for white people. <laughs> no dark meat. Say what you want about white supremacists. They put out a nice fucking spread. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Oddly, I think this is all kosher. So... <laughs> It's all the men who bang Sean's ex. <laughs> she has a type, apparently. Sean, you should have grown the... Uh, I don't even know what that's called. What is the colonel's facial hair called? Is there a name for that? or is I don't it just... know what it's called, but I know it's finger looking good. Yeah. I think it's actually, it's technically called a Van Dyke. A Van Dyke? Oh, Named it is. Named after Dick Van you're Dyke. You're right, it is. The mustache. No, just like combo. Sean's ex. It's Van Dyke, the, the Dutch painter, but you were close. <laughs> 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 Not Dick Van Dyke, who has never worn <laughs> that facial hair. <laughs> I knew the piece of information, but I you didn't did. know where I got no, it that from. That was very helpful. We can edit that, that out, right? Helpful. Yeah, totally. No, leave it in, leave it no, in. No, because if it was Dick Van Dyke, anytime you had that facial hair, you would be able to only do a really bad Cockney accent. <laughs> This is a picture of a group date I went on Bumble while on shrooms. Uh, actually, that seems kind of fun. Uh, it's the ghosts of all the guys who died from eating KFC. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this is actually uh, a photo taken at the uh, Kawasaki Halloween Parade in Japan, which is a big annual uh, Halloween celebration where people come in costumes and march in the parade. And uh, which you may or may not know that KFC is extremely popular in Japan. It's everyone's favorite Christmas meal. Really? And yes, really, you have to like reserve it months in advance. And uh, the Colonel is an iconic character. And I had to look up what those things on the back left are because they just, they look like <laughs> bloody vertebrae. <laughs> they are Bagels. biscuits. Because what? in Japan, KFC biscuits have a hole in the middle like a donut. Uh, which, the more, you, the more you know, right? So That sounds like a bagel. Yeah, it's a, yeah, just a it's bagel. A bagel. <laughs> it's just a bagel. <laughs> also, that guy there in the far corner has a hole like in the middle of his body, I guess, where his colon used to be before he started eating too much KFC. That's true, you can KFC. see through that person. Yeah. Oh, I think this is just one person in that costume. The other, the other uh, biscuit is just attached. Oh, there's only uh, a person in the right side of the oh, biscuit. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. But you're misled by the fact that only the left side has a face. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yes. This is the peak of Japanese technological innovation. Yeah. Uh, I'm just impressed that the KFC in Japan has samosas. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> in the front middle. What? Like, what piece of chicken would that be? Um, okay. <laughs> so. Uh, I do like that sexy chicken piece in the like bottom corner with like yeah. the nice like pencil skirt. It's like business chicken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Definitely not boneless. We'll say that. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone. We're going to move on to our next image. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? This is my wife before her first cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> and am I right, fellas? <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm choosing not to do a callback. <laughs> Not me. This is a guy who wishes he had a bagel from KFC. <laughs> the perfect breakfast food. <laughs> That's just Dan's wife. After the coffee also. Is that what you're implying? All the time. She has to put up with me, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> this just turned... Yeah, this just turned sad. It just turned sad. 
That's a guy struggling to hold a teacup with too small of a handle. You can see <laughs> yeah. it's visibly too small. Yeah, it's like Andre the Giant, like trying to hold a, well, a much larger cup, I guess. It's Al Pacino recovering from a facelift. <laughs> that does kind of look like Al Pacino, doesn't it? They don't use the bolts anymore. The bolts used to really ensure that everything stayed in place for a while. Someone who got a really bad mullet at the hairdresser. <laughs> It was fashionable in about 1988 if you were Arsenio Hall. It's Arsenio Hall's ex-wife. <laughs> that is terrible. And it doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> this is the most interesting way I've ever seen to try and conceal a receding hairline. Like, long and then forward. <laughs> In chunks. Yeah, it is basically a mullet, except somehow the only thing worse than a mullet. This is the receding <laughs> mullet. This is the, the only time it's ever mullet. been recorded. <laughs> Unemployment in the front, party in the back. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. Uh, so this is a behind-the-scenes photo of Boris Karloff, the classic universal Frankenstein, enjoying some tea and toast while he was uh, not on stage. So there you go. I just liked so that. Happy. Yeah, he looks happier than he does in the movies anyway. It's nice to see Frankenstein occasionally getting something he wants. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to move on to our... Yes, Precious. But it's not Frankenstein, is it? It's the... Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster. monster. Yeah. I'm being lazy. I know, get, of all people. You get 200 points. Thank Congratulations. You. You, can, uh, you can take them to the prize window later on. You can get a, a keychain or a little stuffed, uh, a little stuffed Frankenstein's monster. The real monster was capitalism all along. Yeah, yeah. I like that Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna move on to our last image, which is actually a moving image, which is always exciting. So let's hope it works. <laughs> exactly. Uh, panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? This is the end of a bumble date. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to let it keep going <laughs> so feel free to answer <laughs> okay me when I find out I'm on a show with all guys yeah. you have no idea how hard I try <laughs> no idea correction from earlier this is my orgasm face <laughs> wait are you the, the woman or the skeleton <laughs> dealer's choice okay this is me asking my wife if she's in the mood tonight. <laughs> Again, are you the woman or the skeleton? <laughs> really, he's the skull. <laughs> this is the proper medical procedure in, uh, in the 1900s for dealing with hysterical women. Yeah. <laughs> Every single woman's reaction to my boner. <laughs> it would help if we couldn't all see it right now. <laughs> Give me more credit than that. It's flaccid, Dan. Leave, leave something to the imagination or the dark, you know? <laughs> is it just me or is she like screaming so hard that by the time she's actually touched by the skeleton, she's kind of relieved in the face? Like she's like, oh, thank God I can finally fall and stop screaming. <laughs> <laughs> this is dating in your 50s. Aww. Are you the woman or the skeleton? <laughs> <laughs> The movie version of Wet Ass Pussy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Technically, I think that is a pool of acid, so it is Wet Acid oh, oh, Pussy. Oh, that changes oh, okay. everything. <laughs> Which is uh, the alternative to uh, Mushroom Bumble, I guess. He's making more skeletons. 
I get now. This is m- what my wife would rather have happen instead of being in the mood tonight with me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that I know that this is acid, this is the heartburn you get after eating that KFC in the previous <laughs> picture. <laughs> I like that we just keep hearing yeah. the scream from my computer's are, are we canceling the rest of the show to watch this on loop? <laughs> <laughs> we, I do have the movie, so we could watch it later if you want. All right. Uh, so... Go ahead. <laughs> no, you have to. You have to do it now. All right. When the stepmother walks in 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 like on Pornhub, like step 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 sibling porn, and then suddenly gets drenched. Help, stepbrother. Well, that's the part where she joins in. Yeah. she's drenched, and she's like, "Help, stepbro! I'm stuck in the vat of acid." <laughs> She walks in, she screams, sees the bone, all of a sudden dripping wet. It's the bone. <laughs> the bone. Yeah. Uh, all 206 of them in that scene. We want 200 more points for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, what you doing? Just hanging in a science lab? All right. Uh, they can't all be winners, it's true. Uh, so thank you, everyone. Okay, one more. Jenny Craig. <laughs> the skeleton or the woman? <laughs> all right. Uh, so this is uh, very near the end of a Vincent Price horror movie from 1959 called The House on Haunted Hill. And uh, the woman here who is being pushed into the vat of acid is a murderer, and I believe she is being punished by the skeleton of the person she killed. And there is a very corny voiceover before this <laughs> saying, ah, now you will suffer the same fate. You said it was uh, Vincent Price? Vincent Price. That skeleton looks like it's from Fisher Price. Ah. ah. 1959's House on Haunted Hill. This is the second most updated reference Dan Donnelly has made tonight. (laughs) All right, thank you. Well, we love the classics on this show. All right, thanks, guys. That's been it for What the Hell is This? We are going to move on to another pop quiz and no longer listen to that screaming anyway. (laughs) So are you guys ready for your first question? I will pretend you are. All right. The category is Making It Count. What now traditional feature of vampires was completely absent from Bram Stoker's novel, Dracula? (laughs) Yes, Dan. (laughs) A girlfriend who is still in high school. Yeah, we do love that, don't we? Looking like Keith Richards. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Sebastian. Looking like Robert Pattinson? Now more traditional than Keith Richards, that's true. Uh, Sparkles. Sparkles, yes. Sparkles. Eyeshadow. Oh. Moose knuckles? <laughs> I've never heard that phrase until tonight. That's new to me. Is that a Canadianism? I assume it must be since it involves a moose. Uh, being thousands of year olds but wanting to sleep with a high schooler? Yes, we just did that joke. Yeah, actually. I've done it three times. Yeah, you did okay. things three times in here. Three times and then we get Beetlejuice. <laughs> Is that how it goes? I, I was going to be more graphic and just say statutory rape. Yeah. Yeah. Being more graphic as always. Yeah. Getting the groan instead of the laugh. We love it. <laughs> That's what this show is about. All right. Thank you, guys. The, uh, <laughs> the correct answer is that uh, this Dracula does not have fangs. There are no fangs in Bram Stoker's Dracula. What, does he use a straw? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not anymore. Think of the turtles. Think of the turtles. <laughs> 
actually had the git fangs because the paper straws do fucking nothing. It's <laughs> basically end up with a blood sausage. All right, moving on to the next question. Category is Book of Norman. What originally inspired the movie Psycho and the book it was based on? Precious. Uh, Me when I use an Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) I think that's everybody when they use an Excel spreadsheet. Every Jewish son ever. Aww. They're just trying to get that little bit of skin back from their mother. That's all it is. Uh, the movie Psycho is a representative analogy of the horrific working conditions for actors in Hollywood at the time, and it's even more ironic because uh, Alfred Hitchcock was uh, one of the most heinous perpetrators of this, and he would be very abusive towards it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I just like learning. <laughs> There's no learning on this show. No hugging, no learning. Uh, no jokes, also, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Dan. Sean's ex. Oh... Uh... So she's old, too. (laughs) I don't have one. I just want to say that circumcision joke you made, Dan, was a cut above. That's the wrong direction, isn't it? Like, should be a cut below. (laughs) Well, it's definitely below the belt. (laughs) Of which you have a clear view. (laughs) Enjoy. Yeah. If we didn't know before, we know now. It's a good thing this is is an audio show. How come mine doesn't look like that? Uh, I'm sure it would if you tried to stuff it in those leopard print panties. <laughs> have, you tried making a, have you tried making a loving covenant with our Lord? <laughs> <laughs> it grows back, actually, once you accept the light of Christ. <laughs> I think your moil might have had Parkinson's, Dan. <laughs> 20 points for using moil in a sentence. Yeah. You know, there has historically been a problem with moils transmitting herpes. Yeah, because, you know, they suck the blood off at the end, which is somehow not weird. Uh, uh, With or without fangs. Uh, (laughs) How'd the baby get herpes? How'd the baby get herpes? How'd the baby get herpes? And give it to the poor rabbi, these slutty babies. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Uh, So the correct answer is actually a real serial killer named Ed Gein from uh, Wisconsin, uh, who actually, fun fact, uh, Ted Bundy's defense team tried to use the Ed Gein case as a reason to get him committed to an asylum instead of going to jail, but he refused. So he ended up going to jail. How noble. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly we love learning. (laughs) I said fun fact. That was the difference. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. The uh, next question, the category is, forget it, Jake. In the Disney Channel original movie Halloween Town, that was maybe too tenuous a reference. Ch- yeah. China, Chinatown. Yeah, there you go. What is inside the giant pumpkin in the middle of the titular town? Precious. An A&W. <laughs> a whole burger family, I guess. <laughs> Gary. The town's cum tissues. Oh. It's Halloween. Inside. What does that have to do with Halloween? (laughs) Too many sexy costumes? You need to put it somewhere? Oh, God. Uh, It would be pumpkin seeds, right? I mean, that would make sense. It's a pumpkin, right? What goes inside? Right? Am I crazy? That's what's inside a pumpkin. According to Gary, there's definitely seed going in the pumpkin. Wait, did we just write American Pie? No, surely it took, yeah. <laughs> surely it took more effort than that, right? <laughs> also, pumpkin pie is too, uh, 
Wrong texture. <laughs> Sebastian. Millions of dollars for the Disney Corporation. Yes. Oh. Actually, I'm not sure the Disney Channel original movies make that much money, but... <laughs> we all know about it. That's true. It's not like they Actually, have commercials, I though. I had to how, look this how one did that, that, that All of that works a money laundering scheme, I swear to God. <laughs> Precious. Uh, what is inside the pumpkin is a young widower who owns a Christmas tree farm that a city girl is going to bump into <laughs> and fall in love with. This is the wrong channel. And live, and live, and live in Halloween Town together. Yeah, yeah. Sean? Walt Disney's Frozen Head. Which turns into a pumpkin at midnight, actually, yeah. every night. All of the money that Disney's stolen from the artists. It's not that uh, funny. Sorry, guys. Capitalism no, just, is the real monster. Just bitter. Yeah, you and Sebastian was should go on a, a bumble fact. date later. <laughs> that was just sadly true. Noted anti-Semite, Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yes. According to Walt Disney, all the Jews gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's Switzerland, which we hate on this show, so it works out fine. <laughs> No, we don't hate Switzerland. We just profoundly dislike them. Um, so the, uh, the correct answer, of course, is uh, Cinderella. It's inside the pumpkin on her way to the ball. But uh, no, uh, actually, apparently nothing is inside the pumpkin. I've not seen this movie. <laughs> but I assume that if you have, this makes sense. All right. Thanks, guys. We're going to move on to the next question. The category is Know What a Ween, Vern. In earnest, scared, stupid, why does milk weaken the trolls? Gary. <clears throat> Lactose intolerance. <laughs> Actually, I think trolls would be more scary with uncontrolled diarrhea, don't you? They're all vegan. That only works with psychic powers. Because I mean, they ordered their the goddamn... The one person I knew who would get the Scott Pilgrim <laughs> reference left the room. <laughs> Go ahead. I had a very angry answer and you stepped on it. Oh, sorry. They ordered their goddamn half-calf pumpkin spice lattes with oat milk. And now they got to expend all their energy berating a minimum wage employee for 20 minutes during a morning rush. They want to yell at little boys. Fuck you, Tim Hortons. See, Precious, you need to simplify your coffee order. <laughs> Any other? Yeah. Bukaki flashbacks. Oh. That's a source of power. Yeah. That's definitely a source of power. And, and if you're a troll, it firms and tones the skin. You might pass, you might pass for a goblin, actually, if you do it enough. Why is so smooth? Yeah. Tell him, tell him, Ryan. I, I want to say, though, I'm glad Sean brought up the veganness because in Trolls 2, the whole point of that is the trolls are a metaphor for veganism. So it makes sense then that the trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid are also vegan. <laughs> because they had meat for dinner and it wouldn't be kosher. Oh. Now that's anti-Semitic. <laughs> J.K. Rowling is, over yeah, here. Is that why everybody's mad at J.K. Rowling? <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. The correct answer uh, is that it, milk represents a mother's love. A mother's, a mother's love, which trolls apparently do not like. It makes them feel icky, and we should respect their boundaries. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the next question. The category is Roswell that ends well. Yes, I did not come up with that. Uh, <laughs> in January of 2021, the CIA declassified over 21,000 pages of UFO-related documents spanning 35 years and released them to the public. Why? Yes, Sean. Uh, they were just hoping someone would give them the bullet points, you know? It's a lot, kind of a lot to read. Yeah, it is a little bit. They were hoping they could send agents door-to-door to sell UFO plushies to fundraise for their class field trip to Mars. Yeah. you think they would just sell Mars bars, but apparently they already did that to fundraise for MKUltra, so... No, just uh, to see if you UFO nuts... Oh, did I cut you <laughs> off? I'm sorry. I'm sure it would have been a gym. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see if you Jesus Christ Dan just read the answer Dan to see if UFO nuts would read 21,000 pages yeah, of documents which by the way just every page is just like all work and no play makes us so bored that we made up Havana Syndrome just to feel something so Gary would have nailed that answer if you did your fucking homework precious <laughs> Oh, let's not pretend anybody did their homework for the show. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, that's true. And you dressed up. I came in costume. Did they do it because they're running out of things to talk about on Joe Rogan's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people who go on Bumble dates on mushroom coffee. Uh, <laughs> they were running out of subcategories on Pornhub. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I thought sub was so a category innocent. on Pornhub. <laughs> what are you doing, step alien bro? <laughs> green fever, little green fever. That's bad. That's bad. I don't think you can say that. Can you say that? Yeah. that? It's 2022, Dan. Get with the time. <laughs> Noted anti-Semite, Dan Donnelly. <laughs> Fucking space bigotry. Yeah. From the church again. <laughs> we are not your fetish. <laughs> we are Glorfians from the planet Zargnob. <laughs> to give Scientology more scripture. Oh. All work and no play makes Xenu the lord of the volcano. To give Mormons more scripture? That's in theirs too. Yeah, they do, they do get their own planets. I just wanted to say I'd like to give that Glorpian my own Zargnob, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> fella. <laughs> Okay. Well, I love how you're shoulder bumping nobody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a tennis elbow. <laughs> it's safe zorgnobbing, right? Yeah. Do it yourself. You yeah. can't get uh, can't get LARPs disease or whatever. <laughs> Were you gonna say something? No. I was I was, I was gonna do a callback to the herpes with the moils and the stuff oh, with the safe okay. thing, but I figured I didn't want to get another fucking groan. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You can just sit there and be pretty and show us your Zorg knob. <laughs> yes. To give my ex more reasons to leave. Oh. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did your best. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, guys. The correct answer is probably just to distract from the Trump administration's handling of COVID. <laughs> But uh, we'll never know for sure because nobody has read it all. Um, I, think, I think they did find aliens. They're like, are aliens or something? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, nobody else was either. See, was Dan, perfect... if you could read, you would know on page 19,724 <laughs> that they did find aliens. They did. Poop. So Aliens poop. It's exactly. <laughs> oh. Build the wall. Build the... <laughs> <laughs> That is going to be one expensive project. 
They thought they thought Reagan was was, was worry, the spending too much money with Star Wars. Wait till you wait till we build the wall between us and Saturn. <laughs> we just yeah. glue the asteroid belt together. It's fine. We're gonna uh, build a ring, and Saturn's gonna pay for it <laughs> to get more funding for the space force. Yeah, because yeah. we're talking about the aliens. We do have the space force during the space. Run the space there. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, we're going to move on to the <laughs> to the next question. The category is, which came first? According to legend, what unnatural monstrosity is produced when a chicken egg is hatched under a toad or serpent? I know. So yes, it, Sebastian. It's a chicken. It is not a chicken. What? But this is a chicken egg. No. Oh. It's not. Fuck. Precious? Doug Ford. Uh, also not Doug Ford. <laughs> Sean. Green eggs and ham. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I'm sorry, I do not want them from a toad. I do not want what you've bestowed. I do not want green eggs and ham. I do not want them. Samael, the destroyer archangel of death. <laughs> Sebastian. It's two chickens, isn't it? It is also not two chickens. Oh. Precious. Sean's ex. Yeah! yeah. Okay, it is uh, the basilisk. The basilisk, which you may or may not know from Harry Potter. Potter, uh, Which is why we're all mad at J.K. Rowling, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, on to our next question. The category is, it's showtime. It was announced in February that a sequel to Beetlejuice is now in production. And that both Michael Keaton, you feel free to cheer, that's good. Both Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are reprising their roles, but... This is a new Beetlejuice sequel. What was the original shelved concept for the Beetlejuice sequel they were planning to make? Catherine O'Hara moves to rural Ontario with her new husband and insufferable adult children. (laughs) Yeah, all you have to do is shout, David, three times, and then your dad gives you a CBC deal. It's a different kind of magic. (laughs) Sebastian. Uh, Beetlejuice and Timothy Chalamet had a torrid fling over the course of a lazy Italian summer. (laughs) You can eat that peach, bud. It's not going to eat sorry. itself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was my best Beetlejuice, sorry. Exactly the same as the first Beetlejuice, but now Disney owns it and it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think we'd have learned that lesson by now, but it still makes money. Uh, oh, is that what was in the Halloween Town pumpkin? <laughs> money? <laughs> yeah, we already, we already established that it was Walt Disney's stolen Jewish gold. <laughs> Hey, they had to build a Matterhorn somehow. It all comes back to the Swiss. It all comes back to the Swiss. It's a small world, isn't it? It is. Uh, Beetlejuice is a real estate agent? <laughs> Mark, it's crazy. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> his, his, his bus bench ads <laughs> just say, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Sebastian, I don't like that you were looking at my bulge when you said it's a small world. <laughs> <laughs> Was the original concept that they would do something to make money? Because... Uh, I don't think it's... <laughs> you don't think don't that a new it. Beetlejuice is going to... Uh, no, it's been like... How dare you? It's been 30 years. How dare you? You don't think Winona Ryder, hot off Stranger Things, can, can pull off a new Beetlejuice? Or Michael Keaton in his early 70s can be a convincing, <laughs> <laughs> can be a convincing ghost with the most? I think that the iron has cooled slightly since the first <laughs> film. <laughs> I think it's going to be a mashup of Mike, Michael Keaton's other movies, and it's going to be Beetlebat. 
It would just be one long take of Beetlejuice just like wandering around like the haunted home and like into like his Beetlejuice world and trying to come to terms with his relationship with his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so <laughs> thank you, everybody. Uh, the actual answer, believe it or not, was there was a script and everything. It was called Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. And in the movie, Charles Dietz moves to Hawaii to become a, a resort developer, but they build the resort on a haunted native Hawaiian burial ground. Hijinks ensue, and at the end, Beetlejuice wins by using magic to, to win a surf contest. Can you believe we didn't get that treasure? <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. That's been it. That's been it for this pop quiz. We're going to move on to the next section of our game, which is called Not Bloody Likely. And Not Bloody Likely, we present our panelists with a series of unlikely situations, and they give us an idea of what might happen. So we're just going to take one minute to set up the stage for that. All right. Here is your first unlikely situation. Inadvisable Halloween costumes. Exhibit A. <laughs> oh, stolen. Exhibit B. Oh. Talk about the top F. <laughs> Because this is an audio format, Sebastian was pointing at me. My costume is inadvisable. Trying to think of the listeners at home, Dan. Yes. Would you like to describe in more detail what exactly (laughs) might be inadvisable about your costume? Are you asking me what I'm wearing, Daddy? I am. (laughs) Because I've already been blinded, so you have to remind me. So I'm wearing a very sensual corset, backwards. <laughs> Black lace. <laughs> I can't do this with this. Is the corset face. backwards because you actually have like no, no, you're tits suppo- for shoulder blades? No, no, he wears it backwards he wears in the it movie. Backwards. Yeah, yeah, he wears it backwards in the movie. Okay, all right. Fuck it. Go away. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> what was your question again? Inadvisable Halloween costumes. I actually have another one. <laughs> okay. Sexy indigenous schoolgirl. Oh. Uh, I would probably say anything with face paint these days, probably not a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, so many cheap shots. It is white face paint, which is, I think, the only color you can do. (laughs) Uh, A stripper cop? People would just think you're a cop. Yeah. Hot cops. (laughs) A parking attendant? I don't know. Is this just because people give you their keys? Because that could be a lucrative yeah. <laughs> lucrative endeavor. Or like the guy who gives tickets. J.K. Rowling? Yeah. Anything if you go to Yale? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We're going to move on to the next one. Canadian horror story. Moose Knuckles. <laughs> you need to find a family doctor. Ooh. Ooh. Real estate in Toronto. (laughs) Everyone's staring at my bare ass when I give this answer. (laughs) Staring at his bare ass while he gave that answer. (laughs) Riding on the TTC. This one's for Dan Donnelly. Trying to fill out a PR application. Oh my God, don't even get me started. Uh, host uh, ho- running a comedy show and trying to get the comedians to write their acts before. <laughs> Why would we prepare when we can just wing it? Woo! 
the wait list to see a psychiatrist in Ontario. Oh. That just hits too close. Anna Green Gables. The last 30 years of Lucy Maud Montgomery's life, actually. Trying to have a career without moving to L.A. Ooh. Trying to have a career if you do move to L.A. Ooh. <laughs> Looking at the mayoral polls. Oh. oh more of that. <laughs> Looking at Ryan's poll. <laughs> it's a very, very short election. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a grower, not a shower. Hmm. I needed that on the record. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna call it there. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to the next unlikely situation: awkward moments at the Monster Mash. When Frankenstein's monster forgets to bring the condoms. Oh. A callback to an earlier one you didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cullen. You're being arrested for statutory rape. <laughs> You're sentenced to a tiny fraction of your eternal life in prison. <laughs> when too many werewolves show up and it's just a furry party. Ah. Uh, There's a lot of furry sympathy in this room. There is. You're on the wrong side. You're on the wrong side, Sebastian. Come, join us. <laughs> join us. Uh, when Dracula shows up and everyone else is on their period. You think he would like, like that? Wouldn't he? I mean, it's all good for everyone else. Because he's like, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Yeah. That's not my moose knuckle. (laughs) When they run out of toilet paper. (laughs) The mummy always hoards it. It's the worst. It's the worst. When Dracula shows up and everyone's not on their period, apparently. Oh, no. (laughs) Dracula just doing shots with diva cuffs. That's... <laughs> I want to drink your VOP. I guess that's BOP for bl- bloody. Uh, okay, go ahead. Someone do something. <laughs> or not. Okay, we'll move on. Thank you. Uh, next unlikely situation. Horror movies that didn't make the grade. So, not a B average, we'll say. (laughs) Freddy got fingered. (laughs) Halloween ends, I wish. (laughs) The Rocky Balboa picture show. Yo, Adrian, I dress in ladies' clothes now. (laughs) That was like Andrew Dice Clay. I don't know why that turned into Andrew Dice Clay, but it did. Yo, hickory dickory duck. Look at my fucking cock. Good good work. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet and she had a dick. Hey, hey. Rosemary's abortion. Not in Texas. All right, thank you guys. We're going to move on to the next one. Regrettable trick-or-treat encounters. Picking up candy from my fentanyl dealer. <laughs> when there's no razors in your apple, what are you going to co- cut the... Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to shave my throat. I need to shave my cocaine. Oh, yeah, that's true. When I went trick-or-treating with Ryan in his costume... You look a little old to be trick-or-treating, young man. Peeps. (laughs) Peeps. 
<laughs> Just leftover from Easter. <laughs> Peeps are not delicious. Peeps are not a food. When right before Halloween, you move on to a street that's entirely all dentist houses. Because they give like toothbrushes and shit. Uh, when, whenever people come to your door and ask for free shit on Halloween? <laughs> I'm scared of it. You sing the song, you go trick or treat, but instead of smelling your feet, you sell pictures of them on the internet. Uh, wait, Sebastian, do you, can you afford to live in a place where people come trick or treating? <laughs> no, but sometimes yeah. they get in my building still. Oh no, that is the worst, I agree. When you go to the weird old guy's house and he gives you some mints. When you go to the weird old guy's house and he gives you some dick. <laughs> With a mint. <laughs> when you go to yeah, the weird old guy's house and the mint is actually Vicodin. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you give him the mint first. That's... A before mint and an after mint. The good thing is you wake up with a minty fresh asshole. Yeah. Right, buddy? <laughs> when you go to the weird old guy's house and he goes on some rant about UFOs and... <laughs> I came up here so, so that Gary could look at my minty fresh asshole. Turn around. Yeah. Yeah, we're not seeing enough of that. Okay. Thanks, guys. We're going we're gonna to leave it at minty fresh asshole. Uh, uh, last one. Close encounters of the blurred kind. So, you know, like... <laughs> I was going to say Ryan's minty fresh ass. Huh? <laughs> I don't, earlier we were talking about fucking aliens. Are we not about that anymore, guys? Do you not want to fuck the aliens? No, no we... We decided it was fetishization and it, were, it wasn't allowed. Well, I mean, we did have that KFC photo from Japan, and I know historically Japanese people tend, tend to blur out their porn, so something that about that. Just yeah. the dicks. That was is... a joke, right? Totally. <laughs> Who am I, Sebastian? That was the thesis of a joke. <laughs> I think we could all use a floating mosaic right about now. I don't know. All right, there we go. When you download Glorpian porn, but it's all softcore. I mean, they don't have any bones, so it kind of has to be softcore. <laughs> <laughs> Those hot Glorpians. Hey, bro. Hey, step bro. <laughs> what, what, what you sliming over there? <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. That's it for Not Bloody Likely. We're going to move on to the last section of our show, which is called Debate Club. In Debate Club, our panelists debate important issues of the day, and you, the audience, get to decide who wins. So, arguing the question, if Hannibal Lecter invited you for dinner, would you try human flesh? Arguing that he would, in fact, try human flesh is Dan Rosen. Arguing that he would not try human flesh is Ryan Zeitz. Dan, you have one minute, starting right now. All right, so first off, uh, the two people here in the debate are Jewish, so I'm going to say I'm pretty sure there's nothing in the Talmud that says human flesh isn't kosher, so, like, right away, you're good there. Like, you've got, like, you're allowed to dry it. It's core. Uh, secondly, I'll level with you. So I have this thing called Crohn's disease. It's an inflammatory bowel disease. Don't Google image search that. But uh, it basically, like, it's like, you know, you have a lot of digestive problems. So I figure if I can eat someone's healthier colon or healthier intestines, it'll probably, it might heal and cure my intestinal problems. And it's a lot less awkward than getting like a fecal transplant, which is the new sort of like thing to do for uh, people with bowel disease. 
So I figure it's good. And then at the end of the day, like, it's just impolite. If someone invites you to their home, you know, <laughs> you try the local food. You go to New Orleans, you try crawfish. You go to the Hannibal Lecter's house, you try human flesh. It's only common manners. That's what I have for All right, thank you. Thank you, Dan. I would note that crawfish is not kosher, so <laughs> perhaps you, you don't value this as much as you... Uh, as you claim. Uh, all right, uh, arguing against consuming human flesh <laughs> is Ryan's Zeitz. Ryan. I can yeah. tell you all want to eat a piece of this, eh? But no, don't do it, because I'm arguing against it. <laughs> First and foremost, Hannibal Lecter has the worst fucking taste in wine. A Chianti does not pair with human flesh. Crack out a bottle of Chateau Neuf de Pop and maybe we'll talk. <laughs> Secondly, you know, I, like, I'm not against eating people for, like, any moral reason. I don't want to eat people because, like, what if it was really good? <laughs> like, what if it was so fucking good? Like, what if it was, like, Wagyu beef and it was just so delicious and you needed more of it? And if it was like Wagyu beef, like, I, I don't think any of us need to see TikToks of Gordon Ramsay criticizing people cooking human flesh. <laughs> we don't need that in the world. <laughs> and last... <laughs> I tried, I tried. <laughs> last but not least, what's the proper etiquette, right? Like, I get it. To, to, you know, for eating a human from head to toe, for most of it, dinner fork, steak knife. But, like, when you get to the anus, do you switch to a salad fork? Uh, thank you, Ryan. Okay, Dan, you have 30 seconds to respond, starting now. So, Ryan brought up a good point when you get to the anus salad fork. Right, because we all eat ass. It's 2022. Everyone's eating ass now. So who cares? Like, it's not that big of a jump to then start eating, like, the actual ass, like, <laughs> and get outside the hole. Like, you might as well start it. And also, finally, like, it's fucking Hannibal Lecter. Like, are you going to say no? I'd rather, if you don't eat the human flesh he presents you, you're going to be dinner the next day. So I say <laughs> you might as well eat it. Eat whatever ass he puts in front of you, uh, and then your ass will be safe. That's my argument. All right. Thank you, Dan. Ryan, you have the last word. 30 seconds, starting now. Dan, I can tell you want to eat my ass, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of focus on eating ass. Also, I want to say that Crohn's disease is a really shitty reason to eat people, okay? <laughs> That's right, a poop joke, right after yeah. an ass-eating joke. That's all I've got. Thanks, everybody. All right, thank you. Give it up. For E. coli, apparently. <laughs> all right, now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Dan Rosen that we should try some human flesh? Hey, Hannibal's cooking. Yeah. He went to the effort. Yeah. Or do you agree with Ryan Zeitz that no, maybe we shouldn't all get uh, a prion disease? All right, human flesh it is. Yeah. Delicious. I want to say that if we do start to raise humans like Wagyu beef cows, I volunteer to be fed beer and massaged every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I am fat and delicious and dead on a businessman's plate. I think that would be, that would be ideal. All right, uh, moving on to the next. Sorry, I was just getting carried away. Moving on to our next debate. Uh, arguing the question, would you or would you not summon Beetlejuice? 
Arguing in favor of summoning Beetlejuice is Gary Lamkin. Arguing against is Sean Walton. Gary, you have one minute. All right. Starting now. Okay, first of all, uh, after the Hawaiian thing you said, first reason why to summon him, to see what the fuck could happen. Yeah. Uh, Second reason, everybody's had shit roommates, right? He whips his dick out, people start leaving. Mm -hmm. Or coming, depending on what you're wearing. (laughs) Uh, And uh, my third reason is the Banana Boat song. Yeah. Who doesn't want to, you know, sing that and, uh, you know... Sing it. I mean, who doesn't want to fucking sing that song, right, Dan? Too many fucking Dans in here. That's uh, <laughs> that's my uh, that's my argument, Sean. So fucking bring it. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Big Harry Belafonte fan, apparently. Uh, non-consensual Harry Belafonte fan. Uh, I hope there are no rumors about that. All right, Sean, you have one minute, starting now. Uh, did you see his commercial? It was it was badly made. It was poor. It looked like uh, he was selling used cars. Like, uh, would you call Beetlejuice if he sold anything else? Like, it, it's it, you wouldn't call him. It, this whole gimmick is always as bad as like uh, what's his name, the Cash Man. Yeah, yeah well, you're going to get your gold to him. You're not going to call Beetlejuice for your needs. <laughs> Why would you? There's better guys to do that. Like uh, I don't know, a priest. A priest. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't trust him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Gary, you have 30 seconds to respond. Oh, weak, Sean, weak. Uh... <laughs> uh, was Beetlejuice about gold? The whole argument was about gold. He was Hitler looking to steal gold. Uh, you know, I like silver. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Sean, show us the depths of your preparation, please. <laughs> And in every situation, he kind of screws over the people he's supposed to be helping. So uh, he's just not trustworthy. I don't understand. <laughs> Why would you use him? <laughs> and uh, I like silver, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we wrote together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can tell. I don't know where you... <laughs> if you left it on the bus or your dog ate it or something. Oh, Precious had your notes. Okay. All right. So now you, the audience, get to decide on the basis of something, I assume. (laughs) Uh, Do you agree with uh, Gary that we should summon Beetlejuice? Or do we agree with Sean that we should not summon Beetlejuice? All right, well, Gary wins in a landslide. Gold. Gold. It's all about the gold. All right, thanks, guys. And we're going to move on to our last debate, arguing the question, who would be the better lover... Freddy or Jason? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Arguing in favor of Freddy, we have Sebastian Chow. Arguing in favor of Jason, we have Precious Chong. All right, Freddy. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> you have one minute starting now. So imagine you have Freddy and Jason. Jason might initially seem like a stronger choice because he is not a child pedophile (laughs) and his face is not so readily disfigured. But let me tell you, looks fade to the background over the course of a long relationship. (laughs) What really matters is your ability to connect and experience true intimacy. And you'll never see that behind a mask. You'll never see that with some guy who's always obsessed with his hockey mask. You're not playing hockey. This is love. (laughs) <laughs> Freddie can go into your dreams he knows what you want he knows what you need you'll never get that with Jason superficial he's killing five, six people at the uh, summer camp retreat a week 
It's personal with Freddie. <laughs> he cares. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, Sebastian. All right, Precious, you have one minute. Okay. Now. I get that Freddy Krueger would be a good lover. He, he would be good to, as a babysitter. But, <laughs> Jason, strong and silent type, he has one job, and that is to love you. You know he has a big, fat dick. <laughs> and a cottage. <laughs> that you can stay at. <laughs> Freddy Krueger would be like dating a comedian who's always trying out his bits on you and dresses like a sad, aged hipster. Hey! <laughs> and you know his dick looks like a shriveled piece of bacon and that's why he talks so much. <laughs> I, like I like Jason. I, I like someone, a man with mystery. I like someone who is just always there, hovering around in the, in the background. Freddy Krueger, get out of my dreams and into my car to drive away. I just wanted to say that. All right. Thank you, Precious. All right, Sebastian, you have 30 seconds to respond, starting now. You had me so with a big face. Jason has a big dick. I don't recall this ever being confirmed. I will tell you that the man needs power tools to get the job done. <laughs> These are a crutch in a relationship. You need to be able to use your hands to satisfy your woman and or kill people, but that's, that's aside the point. <laughs> and his style, Freddy, is vintage. <laughs> He's not chasing trends every year with a new Halloween movie like some bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sebastian. Precious, you have the last word starting right now. Uh, Freddy Krueger is like a wannabe rapper. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Vanilla Ice. He's like a Yuck Yucks road comic in his 50s still living with his parents. He doesn't have a place to live. That's why he's always haunting your dreams. Jason has a big cock. You can tell. This woman over there went nodded in agreement. We know. And he does sports. All right. Thank you. Woo sports. All right. Now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Sebastian Chow that the vintage-sensitive, scissor-fingery type is the way to go, and Freddie is, is the better lover? <laughs> okay. Or do you agree with Precious that uh, we like jocks? And uh, Jason is the better lover despite his weird mommy issues. <laughs> All right. Precious wins. All right, guys. So now we've come to the end of our show. Alas, finally, our teams are once again miraculously tied in points. So it is up to you to decide <laughs> since I stopped giving them points. Uh, <laughs> it's up to you to decide which team you like better. Do you guys prefer the Baba Dukes? Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Or do you prefer the Frankenberries? Yeah. The Frankenberries win in a blowout. Okay, Ryan, you don't need to be doing that. 
All right. Thank you guys very much. This has been Comedy Game Showdown's Monster Mash, hosted by me, Dan Donnelly. The Babadooks have been Sebastian Chow, Dan Rosen, and Sean Walton. The Frankenberries have been Precious Chong, Ryan Zeitz, and Gary Lamkin. Our next episode right here in this room next month on November 21st at 8 o'clock is Hello Internet. It'll be all about various internet-y things. You can join our Patreon. It's the cheapest way to get tickets to the show if you live locally. And uh, finally, we have some patrons, so I'd like to thank you guys, and we'll have this up while I'm talking over it. And lastly, please follow us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, where and Scotch Egg. We post clips every day, and you can go to our website, andascotchegg.com. Follow us, because we're going somewhere, probably uh, to uh, hook up with Jason. Yeah. So thanks, everybody. Have a good night, and a happy Halloween.